What is going on, everyone? I hope you're having a good day today so far. My name is Peter Say. Um, I'm going to be your host today on this first episode of Adulting. So, uh, we wanted to make this podcast to further um, explore a topic that has been confusing a lot of uh, college students and young adults uh, all across the uh, country. And we wanted to explore whether people feel as if they are an adult or not. Uh, this is mostly for young young adults, so like maybe around 18 to... Uh, 22, 23, around there, uh, really wanting to delve into whether people feel like they are taking on the responsibilities and daily lives of uh, adults. And what's really interesting um, about this topic is that a bunch of different people with a bunch of different uh, walks of life are going to have very uh, varied answers. So let's say one person is going to college, but they're not paying for it uh, like their parents are paying for it. And they're really just there to get a degree and they don't have to worry about uh, student debt or work or anything those people are more likely to probably say that, no, I don't really feel like an adult. I don't have that many uh, responsibilities. Whereas if someone who is just fresh out of high school uh, immediately uh, enlists into the military, and they might say that they're, they already feel like an adult because they're in the military, they're their work they already have like their job they're working for the the government and the armed forces so they they probably feel like they are an adult because that's a huge responsibility so mainly uh this podcast is to really explore what what makes people feel like they're an adult whether it's like life experiences or if it's just a, a matter of age uh this is what we're really going to delve into because it's some pretty interesting stuff. So, um, I think the first thing on the agenda is to more more closely look at really what what defines an adult. Um, so, the basic uh, definition of an adult is a person who is fully grown or developed so this probably this means uh like the the brain is fully developed they they probably stopped really growing they're not going to be growing as fast um and yeah the the brain is fully matured there's no there's no more like exponential growth to be done there and it's only little bits and pieces of uh, growth here and there. Uh, but there are also a bunch of different ways you can interpret what an adult is. 
for for example, by by le- like legal definition, an adult is someone eighteen years of age or older. Uh, it doesn't matter how developed this person is; if they're eighteen or older, they're an adult. Uh. Which I find to be interesting, uh, that it's it's such a cemented age, like that 18, because there's, uh, there's still a lot of growth to be done uh, once you're 18. Like you, uh, a bunch of studies have proven that most people's brains aren't fully developed until their mid-20s, even sometimes late-20s. So for the legal system to identify everyone as adults at 18 is pretty uh it's pretty wild. Uh and I guess there's other ways that you can look at it such as like uh well like experience and and whatnot, but anyways. Uh anyways, um there are actually uh, it feels like there are many, many more aspects to being an adult rather than just, oh, you're this age, bam, you're an adult. It's a lot more complicated than that, and there are a bunch of uh, subcategories for things uh, that contribute to that. So I think I think the the biggest one... Uh, that influences most people into believing that they're an adult is responsibilities. I feel that the more uh, adult responsibilities that they have, such as oh, they gotta, uh, you gotta pay for your own car, you gotta pay for your own tuition, uh, you pay your own rent. Uh, I think the more of those that an individual has to be concerned about the more adult they're going to feel like uh because there's they're getting less help from uh parental figures they're more they're more like out for themselves basically they're they're fending for themselves in this this big adult world that we live in and i think that is the real main uh factor when it comes to deciding if you're an adult or not uh some others would probably be, yeah, like the actual maturity of the brain. That's going to play a huge role. Not as big as responsibilities, but a pretty sizable role into whether people think they're an adult or not. Let's say uh, we asked like two people. They both have the same responsibilities. Let's say that they they have a job that they have to go to and they also have a sport to to participate in the person who is let's say i don't know 18 just just turned 18 they're working a job and they're playing a sport they might not feel as adult as let's say a 21-year-old, 22-year-old who's also working a job and playing a sport. Uh they the older person's brain just might be more more exper- it is more experienced cuz they have more years under the belt. 
uh, they just might have more of that life experience that makes them feel like an adult. And that's another uh, sizable factor when it comes to deciding if you're an adult or not. Okay, moving on from that topic, now I want us to look more into the actual research and laws and things that uh, also contribute uh, to people believing whether they're an adult or not. So I think uh, first thing that we should do is we should look in to some things that an 18-year-old can do versus like what a 17-year-old can do. So I have, I've found an article that has a list of things. It's actually 18 things, which I find kind of funny. Uh, 18 things that you can do now that you're 18 versus being a 17-year-old. So the uh, the first thing uh, that I want to look into is when you turn 18, you can now buy lottery tickets, um, which is a pretty it's not it's not that it's not that substantial but if you're 17 you can't you can't do that until you're 18 uh because i guess legally it would be it would be wrong to get children to buy lottery tickets cuz i guess uh maybe companies could exploit that somehow so i guess I guess uh, the government just thought, hey, uh, no lottery tickets for young Timmy over there. He's got to wait until he's 18. So that's uh, that's one thing. Um, this is actually, this next one is pretty substantial. Uh, you, can, you can open a bank account at 18. Can't do it. If you're younger, you probably gotta you gotta get your parents or guardians to do that for you, which that is a pretty substantial one because bank accounts, uh, well that's how you're gonna store most of your income. I don't know if uh, some people like to invest it in stocks and other things, but most people are gonna have all their money in their bank accounts. If you're if you're 17. Let's say let's say you're 17 and you're on your own. For some reason you're on your own and you want to work a job and make some money. Well, that's just that's too bad for you. You just can't open a bank account until you're 18, which which I I don't really see why that one makes uh, actually no, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I guess you wouldn't really need one until you're you're older, uh, given that you're living with someone. So I guess that one kind of makes sense. But anyway, that's not too life. Actually, it is pretty life impacting. Never mind. Uh, okay, this third one. It's actually outdated. Uh, it says that you can buy cigarettes at eighteen. Which, of course, you can't do that now. I guess, actually, very recently, as of 2020, you cannot buy cigarettes until you're 21. Which, 
that one actually does make sense because cigarettes are extremely harmful to anyone, even people. It's it's ironic, really. Secondhand smoke is more harmful than the actual smoke that people breathe in. Like it's it's very bad to breathe in smoke in the first place, but that secondhand smoke is just as dangerous and to anyone like you can't be in the immediate vicinity of a smoker because you'll breathe in those chemicals and you those are uh carcinogens in those chemicals and it does increase your risk of getting lung cancer if you're breathing in that secondhand smoke which is wild it makes sense but it's wild that one that one's completely understandable. It's it's like alcohol in in a way. It's a substance that you're you're uh du- you're intaking to feel an effect, which makes sense why it would be 21 cuz the brain's more mature by then or something like that. Uh moving on. Uh you got to get you got to be 18 to get a tattoo. That one totally makes sense. Let's let's <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone under the eighteen under under the eighteen under the age of eighteen should be allowed anywhere near tattoos. Because tattoos are permanent. They're gonna be on your body for the rest of your life. And you definitely don't wanna be looking at something that you got at 15 thinking it was cool and you're you're now you're now in your adult life and you've got this just thing on on your body that is just so stupid and dated and just really it it's just not it's stuck it's stuck on you let's say that uh let's say that I don't know. Let's go with Jimbo. Let's say 15-year-old Jimbo went and got... uh, He went and got... Tattooed on himself. I don't know why, but that that seems like something a 15-year-old dumb Jimbo would do on impulse. And then 10 years later, he's, he's looking to get a job, and... Everyone, just his interviewers, superiors, like friends, everyone's wondering why he's got this random ass, like, sequence of letters and numbers tattooed on his arm. And he's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his life. That is a pretty extreme example. I don't think anyone would do that, but just replace that with any other weird thing that you would think is cool at 15 and just substitute it for that and that that is that makes a lot of sense why uh children cannot get tattoos until they're 18 okay this next one's pretty similar it's uh no pierce no getting a piercing until you're 18 that that's also uh, that's also understandable because there, there are some pretty 
wild uh, body modifications like piercings. And you should definitely not be able to do that until you're you're old enough to understand the ramifications of doing that because it's again it's permanent i guess i guess getting an ear piercing or something like that i guess those can heal over but still you're it's pretty substantial modifications to your body that will leave an impact for a foreseeable amount of time uh, i guess for different different things like i don't know a like those like ear gate those like ring those loopy things in uh i guess they're they're ear gauges like that some uh some people have and they can they can be like super super wide and it's just a, a hole in your ear like that's permanent you can't undo that you're going to be looking like dumbo for the rest of your life your saggy ears you're going to have super saggy old old person ears that droop and ugh, it's gross uh yeah no 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 piercings until you're you're 18 that that makes sense too uh next one enlisting in the armed forces yeah that makes sense um yeah you're gonna go fight for your country uh, you better be an adult for that. I don't think, I don't think many countries are okay with, uh, having child soldiers. So that, that one's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think we need to go too far into detail on that. Uh, vote, vote for president is this next one. Uh, obviously, if you're not if you're not old enough, you're not really going to understand politics. And I guess if we delve deeper into that, that's actually that actually makes a lot of sense cuz let's say let's say uh I don't know. We'll we'll just we'll imagine just I don't know, George Bush. George Bush is running for president uh 2020. And he's he's got some ideals that he wants to bring into office, and everyone's just like, okay, he believes this. I may agree or disagree with that. All right, that's cool. Then you get someone, I don't know. You get <laughs> Kanye Kanye West, Kanye twenty twenty. He's running for president. If people could vote younger than eighteen. A lot of a lot more people are gonna probably vote for Kanye West rather than George Bush, just because Kanye West is Kanye West. And just just other like things like that. Like maybe they could pander to children, which would be not okay. So that one makes sense that you have to be eighteen for. Um. Okay. So this next one is more more about the rest of the world than us because our drinking age is 21 but in most countries outside of the u.s you can drink at 18. uh like it was pretty interesting i obviously i'm not i'm not 21 yet uh i'm 18 but i could go i don't know a couple hours north to canada and i could drink alcohol 
in most of the provinces. I'm not sure which ones. Uh, I think I think some of them might be 19, but still, it's not 21 like in the states. So that one's that one's a uh, very that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, in a in a few reasons actually. So, uh, if you're under 18, you should not be able to drink. Your brain still developing. It's still developing after you're 18. If you drink while your brain is still developing and you drink a lot, you will get, like, your brain will not develop uh, properly. Uh, so very, very integral to not drink a lot before your brain is developed or you will you will ruin your brain's development. So, uh, to further expand on that, if you're young and you're drinking, you might not have the common sense to not drive a vehicle. That's another thing. Common sense. You, it's just a thing where you, you gotta be older to drink. That's just it. It's just how it be. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I don't know. So, moving on from that, uh, number nine is skydiving. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have to say much more on that. You're jumping out of a plane. Uh, you're going to have to be an adult to do that. You have to have the, the common sense to just understand at a, at a, at a certain level. That it's just it's just not smart. You are you are tempting death with that one, my friend. You are jumping out of a plane. So I guess that I don't really need to explain more on that. Uh, so <laughs> okay, number ten. Uh, get married. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. I'm not gonna say anything else on that. Uh, don't get married before you're 18. Well, you can't, but I don't, I don't think that anyone would see that as a good marriage. Uh, moving on. So getting a credit card, you gotta be 18. Now this one, this one makes, uh, a lot of sense because I've actually seen this happen firsthand. So you you are not supposed to have a credit card until you're 18 because more than likely if you're, I don't know, 14, 15, or around that age, you probably have no idea how credit works. If you're 14 or 15 and you you have a credit card, or let, let you not have one, let's say you, you find one and you don't understand how credit works, you see that you see that card that mommy or daddy is using to buy groceries and it just it seemingly always has money so more than likely you're going to think oh shoot i just found a credit card i'm going to buy a bunch of stuff and let's just say that's that's not the uh the best thing to do cuz a you're you're just buying a bunch of random stuff like impulse buying at 
14, 15. It's not going to be the best decisions. And two, you are racking up quite a debt for whoever has their name on that card, which is not good. It's not good for either. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's enough on that. Now, number 12. This one's actually pretty interesting. It's working full time. I guess it also... This this actually boils down to a couple things. So first, most importantly, is child labor laws. I think in all states, uh, I know in the in the U.S. at least, I think you can only work about twenty hours a week. This is just estimating. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what the statistic is, but it's like you're under eighteen. You're you're going through high school. You gotta have time for school and studying. So it's you're not gonna be able to work a full time job with that. So that's why that's in place. That's pretty simple. After eighteen, you know, you you're out of high school. You could be doing college on the side, but you're gonna be making income for yourself after that more than likely. Okay. So, number thirteen. This one's uh this one makes sense too. It's uh, jury duty. So jury duty, of course, if you if you've ever had a court summons, you would know. Like, you're you're going in there to really like I don't know, give your perspective on whether or how the case is in your eyes. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, you're there. You're there to basically just, like, help out with the case. And if you're not, if you're under 18, more than likely you're not going to, you're not going to really understand the ramifications and the complexities of the case. And I know there are NDAs that come with being on a jury. And if you're, I don't know, you're 15, 16 maybe younger, if you were to be on that jury, you would break that NDA so quickly. Like, you'd probably tell your friends about it, and then you could get in a bunch of legal trouble. So that's that makes complete sense. Like, adults should be the only ones in that courtroom. Uh, okay. Next one is to sign a lease. That's pretty self-explanatory. You gotta... You gotta be eighteen for that. You can't. You can't just be, oh, fifteen year old. Uh, fifteen year old Katie wants to just buy a house. I don't think that's gonna work. Uh, so I guess there's not really much to explain there. Fifteen, sue someone. Yeah. Uh. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, the government wants any any children suing each other because they got tattled on during a recess or anything like that. I guess you got to have real adult problems and uh, adult head on your shoulders to be able to sue anyone, which that one makes sense too. Okay. Be legally responsible for signing a contract. This is number 16. This makes 100% sense. It might be annoying. So... Contracts are not legally binding for minors. 
if you sign a contract as a minor, or if you get talked into signing it, it's non-legally binding, which means you don't have to follow that contract because there, as as everyone probably knows, contracts can have a lot of hidden legal mumbo jumbo. That if you sign that contract, you're locked into that contract, and who knows what you gave rights for that contract holder to do. So that's pretty ri- that's pretty risky business, and that makes a hundred percent sense why eighteen years of age is required. Uh, buy fireworks. That's uh, that's pretty pretty simple. Fireworks are dangerous. Fire bad. Children. No access to fire. Everyone safe. If child has big firework, not safe. That firework could be dangerous. It actually, it, no, it is dangerous. That that child is not going to know what to do. Or maybe they will know what to do with that firework. That's that's just bad news. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, can't buy fireworks until you're 18. Uh, okay, so the 18th one, this last one, this makes, uh, this is pretty straightforward too, is go to adult jail. If you're 13 and you're a little shit, then yeah, you can get, you can get sent to juvie or whatever, but you're not going to go to prison. If you're 18, you're an adult, you're going to big boy jail, and you're you're going to have a bad time there. So it makes sense why small children should not be in adult jail. That one's pretty simple. Okay, so that's uh, that's all of them. That's all of the articles, just short list of things that you can do at 18 that you can't do at 17, which there is definitely more. Not on the article, but there's probably many more things that you could do at 18 minus uh 17 but i think that's enough going into that for now okay so moving on from that um i think uh next we should listen to this interview it's on a it was on a news network in australia and they are really discussing on whether they feel as if they're an adult or not. So let's give that a listen to real quick. It is time to head into the chat room. And in the hot seat today, Nines, Matt Wolfrey is back in Sydney and radio broadcaster Lisa Fernandez is in Perth for us. A big welcome to both of you. Hello again. Uh, Hi, Matt. Hi, Amber. (laughs) First up today, the PM has proposed big changes to social media laws, cracking down on tech giants who refuse to remove any offensive material. Now, it comes after the Christchurch massacre was streamed live on Facebook. Let's go first to you, Matt. Do you agree with the PM's move to make it illegal for social media not to remove footage of extreme violence? A hundred percent, yes. I just think that they have the ability to listen to what I'm saying on my phone and suddenly turn it into advertising that I can see on my Instagram and my Facebook. If they can do that and turn it around so quickly, they can remove videos quickly as well. There's no reason why those videos should have been up for as long as they were. I think they were up for almost 69 minutes before the original video started to get to take down and they said they waited till they had their first complaint about it but the monitoring and the level of violence in there they can tell 
I know they have algorithms. I don't know what algorithms mean, but I know those algorithms do things on the internet <laughs> right? and the and they're interwebs. they're very clever. They're very clever. They're cleverer than I am, and I know they have the ability to do it, and they just need to put it into action. And I guess making it illegal is the only way to make them do it. Yeah, you raise a really good point. First of all, yeah, they listen to me too because I'm literally <laughs> saying something and then it's, it's advertising. And if they can do that, then they can do this too. And I think it should extend even further. Any bullying, any trolling needs to be shut down. I think everyone needs to have their own, uh, you know, a, um, account with their name and their address and accountable, just like everyone else. Uh, Lisa, what do you think about these specific uh, social media laws? Look, I think they're fantastic. I will say my algorithms are a bit wrong because I just get, like, half-naked blokes on my uh, Instagram, but I don't know why. why? I don't know why they why? keep popping up. I'm not sure. <laughs> Look, as someone who has been trolled relentlessly, here's what I think we need to do. Do you remember, like, road safety, safety campaigns when they first came in about using your mobile phone and it's dangerous? On a serious note, for our young kids, there needs to be a campaign which says, you know, uh, if, if you're not happy, so unfollow people, stop trolling. You know, just how to use social media again because I think that we've actually forgotten you know you can unfollow people you don't need to leave a horrible message if you don't like my feed guess unfollow me and if don't they have say anything things, to do with me if they say things that would get you sacked in a workplace or do things in yes. life that would you, you why do you think it's okay it to do it online that's right so that, again that's another campaign exactly that that's what we need to do you know the thing about the campaign with mobile phones we're all happily using our mobile phones and we start to do all wrong things with it now we're driving and, then we're, you know, and so there's a campaign into stop us doing that and there needs to be some sort of monitoring and also a campaign to show people what's right and what's wrong in social media. I'm sorry, I know that's really dumbing it down, no. but people cannot use it. It's, it's obvious because of the trolling and the comments and the, it's, it, people need to be taught again. Yeah, and the I agree, Liz. It's the gone to the point to where you yes. need to reteach people and there need to be stricter laws, that's yes. for sure. Yeah, here, here. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. And apparently we don't become a full adult until we're in our 30s, <laughs> according to new scientific research. Now, that's more than a decade after the law decides we're officially a grown-up at 18. If you're not sure whether you've made the grade yet, here are a few tests. Whether or not you walk away from a dishwasher full of clean dishes, <laughs> you have a first aid kit, a will, you don't throw sickies, and you're not comfortable, you, you are comfortable not winning an argument, even if you know you're right. So, Lisa, are you a grown-up yet? Yes, well, I knew I was a grown-up when I stopped buying wine by the bottle and I bought it by the crate. <laughs> that was quite grown-up because I couldn't afford it. together and run to the bottle -o. I also knew I was a grown-up when I paid my child's school fees on time. Oh, yay. yay. I'm so adult. I knew I was a grown-up when I left something on the kitchen floor like a toy and no one touched it for about three days and I went, oh, that's what I'm supposed, I'm supposed to do. i supposed to pick it up. Oh, no, Mum, what are you doing? Do you agree that you don't fully become an adult until you're in your 30s? Well, I'm not quite in my 30s yet, so yes, I'm going to agree oh. with that one. I feel oh. like you always pick these topics, Amber, so that it's targeted me as showing that I'm so not a grown-up, like saying that my mum still booked my appointments last week. But look, it's true. I don't have a will. Why do I need a will? It's just me and yeah. I don't know when you do. But I do always say, like, when do you feel like an adult? I'm sure I'm an adult. I pay my bills. I do everything like that. But at what point in life do you suddenly realise you are an adult? I'm still waiting for that do you, day Do you to approach come. With a, a full dishwasher and yeah. unpack yeah. it or walk away? But still it's haven't also got Amber, any of that. I think Emma will know this. When you get a phone call and they say, your daughter is doing such and such, it's going to think, oh, my, my daughter. Yeah. I'm like, I'm grown up. What? Okay. What? Right. Yeah. Offspring, that's sad. the key to adulting. That's the key. <laughs>
would you employ your kids? The famous British chef Gordon Ramsay has admitted he won't employ his children at his restaurants because he thinks his staff would go easy on them and not tell them off. <laughs> Lisa, I'm not sure whether this insinuates Gordon's kids need telling off, but plenty of people employ their kids in the family businesses. What do you think? Yeah, look, I think it's good if you're going to teach them a good work ethic. But, you know, let's be honest, Gordon Ramsay's kids are going to go and work for someone else, just say, but they're not going to tell off Gordon Ramsay's kids either, are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, You wouldn't want like, a copper spray from that's him. correct. <laughs> what chef is going to go through one of Gordon Ramsay's kids because they're lazy? Like, nobody, right? Because he'll never work in the industry again. It's ridiculous. I mean, we've all had the boss's kids come in for work experience. And what do you do? You're nice to them. Because you're not going to be horrible to the boss's kid. Like, so, look, but I think it's great. I think anything where a child can be involved in that and you could teach them the family business, terrific. Great if the family business makes heaps of money too. And Matt, what do you think? <laughs> I think he's missing a good wicket here because you don't have to pay your kids if you just tell them <laughs> to go in and do it for free. <laughs> He's got a lot of kids there. He'd almost have a full weight stuff yeah, yeah. on his hands that he could be getting for cheap labour. Uh, but look, no, I, I don't agree with this. I think sometimes it's actually harder to be the boss of a kid because people do put that expectation on you and they might not say anything to your face, but there's a lot of pressure that comes with being the boss's kids at work or in different places, like kids whose parents are teachers or school princes. You're under a little bit more scrutiny. I don't know if I'd want to work in the same place so as my Matt, parents. Would you, yeah, would you work for your parents? No. Nah. <laughs> What about you, Lisa? <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, my mum's in fashion. I'd totally work for oh. her in a heartbeat. She doesn't want me. That's the issue. <laughs> restaurants and it was yeah, always policy see? not to employ family. Yeah. I think he just thought we'd fall down the stairs. Yeah, with he did My parents run Horrible. too tight a ship. I wouldn't get away with anything. That's why <laughs> I wouldn't go there. <laughs> Alright, finally today the CEO of Levi Jeans has admitted he has never ever washed his jeans <laughs> and is adamant people should never put their jeans in the washing machine. He says it damages the denim and can fade the colour. Lisa, I find this absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Uh, what no. do you think? Well look, I used to work for just jeans at a little shopping centre here in WA called the Galleria. Oh, I was in the um, I was in the Levi section, Amber and Matt, because I was the uh, Levi specialist. Oh, who knew? If this career goes, uh, you know where I'll be back selling <laughs> jeans. I always encourage people to wash their jeans. It's disgusting not to. Oh yeah. my god, it's so Matt, disgusting. Do you wash your jeans? I, I, I wash my jeans, and I would. Yeah. I almost wash them after every time I wear them. I can't. I can't understand this. He's never washed his jeans. How much do they stink? And is that people uh, only not saying? anything because he's the boss of Levi. And not, like, only the, right. not only the smell, but don't you find the jeans, they get bigger. So I yes. need to wash them to shrink them down. I know, like to get them back in, in and tight. Yes, please. Take that to CEO of Levi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa, I like is there the any item of clothing, clothing that you don't or you rarely wash? No, no, I wash everything. I'm a mad washer. I mean, that's how I spend my weekends, just washing clothes. Um, you know, and I, I, would, I was going to say lingerie, but I don't actually have that much of it because I don't have a life. I've so. actually been accused of, of washing too much. I wash <laughs> everything. Same. I put we everything in the tumble dryer. Same. We are the same people. It's ridiculous. I, I wash know. everything and I don't separate. I put it all in <laughs> together. Oh, I know. What? Another, another what way that I'm doing? not an adult. See, just add that to uh, the checklist. So, so, like, your blacks, your reds, your whites, you they're all, all in together. In. Why do you not? put your t-shirts in with your jeans? Yeah, everything. Oh my Honestly, goodness. just That's one big load. Clothing crime. Clothing crime, Matthew. <laughs> Lisa and I need to come around and uh, give you a few uh, washing lessons about. I thought I was uh, loose with it. But and, yes. I can, and I can fit People, all you wash all your jeans. jeans. Matt and Lisa, we have to leave it there. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being on Alrighty. So.
it seems that we are out of time for this episode. Um, I just want to thank you all for listening to our podcast. And we hope that you guys all have a good day, evening, or night, or whenever you're listening to this. Just have a good one, and tune in next time for more adulting. Okay.